Well, uh, I don't know if anything happened this week entertainment-wise. What do you think, Mike? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it seemed like a pretty lackluster week. I mean, there was that uh, that thing in Vegas, yeah. that thing CinemaCon. CinemaCon. Oh, yeah. Holy oh, my, hell. Oh, my God. Good God. Oh, was my there God. so much to get to. <laughs> it's like, you know, they had... In typical, it, 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 typical Vegas fash, fashion, right? Yeah. They hadn't done it this in two years. Like yet, last year, they did like a stripped down version because people still weren't ready to go back to the movie theater. Right. And the tail end of last year, we had No Way Home, and then the Batman came out in March. So we're seeing more people wanting to go back to the theater. And for two and a half years, they've been sitting on this, and the studios are like. Please come, and here is everything that is happening in the entire world <laughs> like, of movies. Oh, you want some? I got something for you. Yeah, so I had an opportunity, and if you listen to Let's Talk Arts Entertainment Saturdays at uh, 8 a.m., I had a t- chance to talk with Eric Davis, who had a front row seat. Eric mm-hmm. Davis, manager of Fandango.com, was there. Great follow on Twitter, by the way. Follow him, Eric with a K, Eric yes. Davis on Twitter. Uh, and so we're just going to get into it. Like I'm going to go chronological of each each uh, each production company, each movie company, and what they brought to the table. This isn't a everything. This is just what I can remember. Right. Right. And 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 we'll kind of have a back and forth. So if you missed any of it, this is going to be a, a lot of fun. There's a lot of things coming down the pike. So Monday, everything got underway, and it was uh, Sony Studios. Okay. Was was up first, and Sony gave the first 15 minutes of the new Into the Spider-Verse movie. All right. So the production, that was supposed to come out this year in October. It was, yeah. They pushed it back to next year. And the reason being, the footage they showed was only 40% done, but they still showed the first 15 minutes. Okay. This is what I got from Eric Davis and and what I read about on Twitter. And they, the reason why it's been pushed back, 240 characters will be showing up in this particular film. Wow. 240. They have like a thousand animators working on this thing right now. It is the biggest animated movie that's t- to ever be worked upon. God, that's amazing. And people still want to be like, well, those are kids' movies, you know? No. If you saw the first Spider Verse movie, it is very. It is very adult, I mean, with some of its themes and everything that goes on. But it's just a cool movie. The visuals, oh the graphics, God. the character of Miles Morales, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, the African-American Spider-Man is so cool. It's very inclusive uh, and looking forward to that. And then they also gave the name uh, across the Spider-Verse, I think, is going to be the name of the third one. Okay. So they announced that, too. They didn't make any announcements about a lot of the live-action Spider Sony Spider-Verse. Mm. So some are surmising that the third film of this franchise could see us have a crossover from the animated Spider-Verse with the live-action Spider-Verse. Oh, that would be fun. That would be so How cool. How freaking nuts would that be? It would be insane. That would be absolutely insane. One of the other things that came out of uh, Sony was... They announced another one of like their the Spider Verse spinoffs, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a, a luchador who gets powers. Who, who, for those who don't know, luchador is a Mexican wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. And this particular luchador, El Muerto or something like that, ha- gets his powers from his mask. Bad Bunny is cast as that particular okay. particular hero. Now I see you, I see you smiling over there, Kevin, mm-hmm. and a lot of the listeners may be like. Bad Bunny as a re- as like a superhero as a wrestler. What <laughs> what the hell? 
Bad Bunny, I'm a professional wrestling fan. Unabashed, don't care. Oh, it's great. D- don't care. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Always have been. I know I shouldn't be as an adult male, but I am. And Bad Bunny had a run in the WWE a couple years ago where he had a WrestleMania match and some other matches. So, perfect fit. Also, Bad Bunny showed up in the other Sony property that got big buzz, Bullet Train. Mm. Bullet Train is, for those who don't know, Brad Pitt stars as an aging hitman. Okay? And he thinks he's in for one last job, just this, this smash and grab. One last job. And apparently he gets stuck on this train with this briefcase. And every, pretty much everybody else on that train also hired assassins. Mm. So it's going to be John Wick on a train, on a bullet train. Are you not hooked? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, seriously, are you not, like, into this? That's amazing. So they, 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 filmed the, or they showed the first 15 minutes of that film as well. And that's just the first day. Of CinemaCon. Yeah. All right. That's what Sony brought to the table. So you had that the first day. Then day two comes in, and Warner Brothers is like, we're going to show you everything. <laughs> One of the things that interests me the most, before I get to the Warner Brothers superhero stuff that they dropped, one of the things that interests me the most, and I don't know, Kev, how you feel about this. There is a Willy Wonka Prequel. Mm, yeah, I've, there's I've, a Willy Wonka origin story coming out with Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet right? That's that's yeah. how you say that kid's name. Mm-hmm, yep. He's playing Willy Wonka. Now we've seen obviously the quintessential is Gene Wilder. That's the right. original. You had Johnny Depp's take on it, and there which was is kind of a retelling. And there was sort of an origin story in that, in that one, one too. too. Yeah, and this is besides that. This this is his how he becomes with his love of candy and a complicated relationship with his mom. Apparently, it's going to be a family musical. What are your What are your feelings? They just had like a sizzle reel of it. They didn't give it a real trailer, but they gave some footage of it. Is, so, it, something that, is it something that would tickle your fancy? Um, I would have to hear some of it, uh, the okay. music. Now, the thing is, the first Willy Wonka movie, of course, is a musical. Um, they've turned that into several stage adaptations on mm. its own with varying success and levels of quality um i mean the songwriters uh from the original willy wonka anthony newley and leslie Bercuse, are both dead so mm-hmm. i don't know what they're gonna write for it right um i know it's they're probably just gonna get you know somebody you know new who does a lot of music to to do the songs for it and i'm sure they're gonna use pure imagination in there somewhere but, you would think they would have to right? but i mean I, I can't say I'm too excited about this, I don't really. know a lot of people who are wanting I, to know how Willy Wonka became Willy Wonka. I think that's the mystique of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Willy the Wonka. Charlie Chocolate Factory is you're already in that. You're immersed already. It's already such a bizarre movie to begin yeah, with, the I, first one. And it's sort of just like, it's like an experience to watch. And it's one of those kids you watch, one of those kids you watch, movies you watch as a kid that's like very, you know, very and, whimsical. And Burton and, and Depp did their version, which I didn't mind. Like, I, I, I found it interesting. Like, it added to the to the story. To your point, it gave a little bit of background with the Oompa Loompas and stuff. Yeah. But this, I just don't know if it's needed, but it's something that they are going to give us as Warner well, Brothers. Well, if they're uh, plunging money into it, they're going to yeah. make it. So We're talking about CinemaCon. If you just, why would you just be tuning in? You'd probably be listening yeah. to this. <laughs> um, another thing they dropped was the first photo of Margot Robbie as Barbie. Yeah. Now, you people are laughing probably, but have you seen the cast list for that thing? Yeah, it's stacked. Feral? Uh, Kate McKinnon. The list goes on. The, uh, I think uh, the guy who played Shang, Shang-Chi yeah. from Marvel is in it. Like, it is star freaking studded. Yeah. 
And so that's one where you, at its face, you probably go, not needed. Yeah, like a Barbie movie. But when you when you see the picture of Margot Robbie in the car, oh, though, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's like dead on. Looks and interesting. Yeah, it does look interesting. So that was another thing they did. And then Warner Brothers came in and said, here is everything superhero you may ever want. Your heart's desire. Okay? Okay. They show you Shazam! Fury of the Gods, which is the latest Shazam! movie. I I have not seen the first one yet. Me neither. But Zachary Levi, I hear it's the funniest of the Warner Brothers. Because oh, Warner good. Brothers, their whole universe in their building has suffered okay. from being gritty, being the antithesis being of Marvel. morose and gray and, yeah. this is serious. You know, like. And Shazam! was obviously not that. So, no. uh, so you got that trailer, all right? That was one of the things. They had a featurette about Aquaman 2 with Jason Momoa. Okay. Okay. They also then, and here's the thing that's probably going to get you super excited. Okay. And a lot of people excited. They brought an extended footage of the new Flash movie, which had the first actual visual of Michael Keaton back in the Batman <sighs> costume, saying the iconic the iconic line of, you want to get nuts? Let's, Let's get, get nuts. nuts. Yeah. yeah. So they had that in there and people went now that flash movie that'll be interesting it, it, there's rumors now too and i and i have they have not been substantiated but the rumors are and it's just going to be a cameo using older archival footage but because this is flashpoint of flash like going through different time periods and everything else and different universes uh-huh. even when he enters the speed force adam west footage and christopher reeve as superman footage also going to be used in the film hmm. as you get the very because Affleck's Batman's going to be in it okay we know Michael Keaton Batman's going to be in it not sure about Christian Bale or Robert Pattinson's Batman okay. which was another thing they announced that shocking to no one the Pattinson universe of Batman is getting a sequel didn't say a trilogy it just said going to get a sequel but did not give a year or when that's going to come out but it is going to come out okay so that was and then the big thing was they bring in Dwayne the Rock Johnson at the end the Rock comes in, and he's going to be in the League of Super Pets. He voices like Krypton. Okay, oh that's yeah, a, that's an animated film that's coming out this summer. They had a TV show that I used to yeah. watch when I was yeah. a little. So they're making that into yeah. an animated film, and then there is the Black Adam trailer. Okay, so the Black Adam trailer, and from what I gather, and uh, in my conversation with Eric Davis, which he was kind of proud of, he you know tweeted about it, and there's a line in there where apparently Black Adam is interacting with a criminal, whoever it may be, and the line from the criminal, whoever he's fighting, is, superheroes don't kill people. And Black Adam says, well, I do. And so a lot of people kind of like, oh, God, what does that mean? And apparently The Rock, in a Twitter kind of feed kind of uh, that Eric Davis started, The Rock enters into that into that and and answers those questions. So nice. how cool is that for Eric Davis to have the the Rock come in to you know the, his Twitter feed and in, in the, what going Give on back and down. forth and answer yeah. that. So that's fun. That's what Warner Brothers. That's just some of what Warner Brothers brought brought to the table in day two. All right. All right. Now we move on to day three at CinemaCon out in Vegas. This is already like like a year's worth of like surprises right. and fun stuff in two days. Yeah. So Disney comes out. Oh my okay? god. Yeah. Uh, and I will go in level of, of my give-a-crap meter for what <laughs> Disney – because I'm a huge Disney nerd, right? Yeah. We know that. Here's my level of give-a-crap. 
So they ended, and I would begin with it because I don't care for Avatar. I heard someone once call it Fern Gully in space. You know, here's the thing, though, with the if I, if I can talk. Yeah, about, go, yeah, go right ahead. If I can, t- unless you want to talk about whatever first, and you want to go back to Avatar. No, no, no. We'll, we'll, yeah, so because the, because they, they showed footage <laughs> of Avatar, the shape, not the shape of water. Uh, what is it? Yeah, the the will of water, the will, or whatever yeah. it is that they're. So the next Avatar movie. Now yeah, they're going to make four of these things. I guess. So, um, but, but please, <laughs> but, but please, your point first, then we'll fill well, in the blank. Uh, well, here's the thing. From CinemaCon. The first Avatar movie, as much as we all love to dunk on it because, you know, whatever, but it's, um, I mean, that was an event movie and it was cool and it made a lot of money. Um, But if they can, I mean, James Cameron has made the Terminator and he came back years later with Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which exceeded all expectations. Um. He made the sequel to Aliens. I mean, Alien. He made Aliens. I mean, I, I think, I have. Um, I'm optimistic about Avatar too. I think it has the potential to be a really uh, amazing movie because people have been joking about, oh, that movie's gonna come out in like 2070 or whatever. Who cares? But I made the joke that <laughs> James Cameron is t- has taken James Cameron as long to make this next Avatar as it took Guns N' Roses to actually make Chinese Democracy. Yeah, I mean that that's kind of the parallel there. And, and I it, hope it does better than Chinese Democracy because yeah. that I, was not a great album. Well, it's but- funny you mentioned <laughs> something too because. You talk about Avatar being an event movie, and in my conversation with Eric, he brought up a really interesting point of, like, Avatar blew everyone away. And the problem then it was it's a copycat type of thing in Hollywood. Yeah. So all these people rushed to convert all these movies to 3D, and it was done so hastily oh and so God. badly that people forget just how good – Avatar was. It was incredible. And I so, saw it like two or three times. And Cameron is going to ump, up the ante. He said they shot this all with the greatest fil- you know, the frame rate in mind and everything else. And they're actually, Disney is going to re-release the first Avatar in September of this year. Mm. Uh, to kind of re- and, and they're going to have five minutes of footage that's going to air before Doctor Strange next week. It's not so much a trailer as it is kind of a refresher of the world of Avatar. Now, right. these four movies, according to Disney, the, are going to be standalone movies, but sequels, if that makes sense. They're going to follow the Sully family, yeah. but you don't have to have seen the original Avatar or this next one to really get the full grasp. Which of is all. why I think, because James Cameron's good at this, he did that with Terminator 2. Yes. Obviously... You want to watch the first movie because, first of all, I think there are things about that first movie that are better than the second, story-wise, other things. But, I mean, Terminator 2, you you could, they could have literally just named that movie The Terminator. Yeah. It would have been fine because right. it, it lays it out at the beginning. But even still, you can kind of pick up on what's going on. So James Cameron's good at doing that. And you can do the same thing with Aliens as well. You can just watch Aliens yeah. by itself exactly. and it's fine. So uh, that's why I'm uh, – I think James Cameron can do it um, – in terms of making that movie really good, and especially with how far technology has come with his, uh, you know, his eye for special effects, and especially that 3D, I think it could be another really big event movie. As a quick aside, before we get to what Disney did at CinemaCon next, yeah, they did also drop the Disney Plus trailer for the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. Ooh, I've heard things about which that too. is super freaking meta yeah like like you got andy samberg and john mulaney as the voices of chip and dale <laughs> and like it's great so samberg's uh samberg's dale underwent cgi surgery so dale is cgi'd chip is still regular animation 
And there's so many in-meta jokes <laughs> of Disney properties. You have Seth Rogen as as Pumbaa, as the digitized Pumbaa in there, making fun of it. There's a lot of that comes out May 20th on Disney Plus, and it looks really good. It so. looks so good. It looks like uh, it's very much like looks like the vein of Roger Rabbit. It very much is. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention that quickly. Uh, but back to CinemaCon and Disney. So next was Lightyear which is going to be the first Pixar movie we get on screen, on the big screen, since onward, before the pandemic. Mm, Because all the other Pixar movies have been released straight to Disney+. Plus, Right. And the way they enter into it, apparently there's just a word card that comes up before the movie, because Eric Davis got to watch the first 30 minutes of it. And it says, in 1995, Andy got the toy Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And the toy was based upon Andy's favorite movie, which is this movie. And then it goes into Lightyear. Oh, cool. So you're getting the background of why Buzz Lightyear is such a popular toy. Now, Buzz Lightyear is being voiced by Chris Evans in okay. this particular movie. And according to reports, it is going to be super nerdy sci-fi. Nice. There's like interstellar vibes to it. Uh, and obviously, it's going to sell a ton. Of, I was of I was just going to so, say that that dog is going to sell. Yeah, like, the cat, the cat, the cat. Is yeah, is going to sell a bunch of. So that's what they had. And then finally, of course, it would not be a Disney presentation at CinemaCon without at least some Marvel content. Right. So they showed the first fifteen minutes of Doctor Strange, and apparently, the that comes out next week, and we'll, yeah. we'll talk a little bit more about that. But apparently, they drop you right in the middle of a battle to start. Doctor Strange. Well, that'll There's get your no attention. exposition. It's just like, hello, da, you're da, here. Da, da, da. Multiverse of Madness. Boom, we're off and running. Uh, and F- Kevin Feige also made the announcement while on stage. And they showed a little bit of uh, Wakanda Forever, the next Black Panther right. movie, which is nice. going to be interesting of you know what they do yeah. because of Chadwick Boseman. My, to, so. my guess is, I mean, they bring him back to, okay, you know what? It's been out for five whatever years. Uh, you know, they bring... Black Panther back to life in the middle of the movie. I wonder if their explanation is going to be like, well, he wasn't able to stay alive too long. I don't know what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they're going to do there. And they'll, they'll, they didn't really touch upon that. Uh, but Feige did say that after he was making his appearance at CinemaCon, he was going to the first Marvel retreat. They do these retreats, I guess, before the mm-hmm. pandemic they were doing it. They hadn't done one in two and a half years. But he was going to a Marvel creative retreat where they were planning out the next 10 years of Marvel movies hmm. and TV. Okay. And if you got that many intertwined stories, you need to get your ducks in a row. So that was pretty impressive. So that yeah. was Wednesday. All right. Thursday shows up. <laughs> or excuse me, that's Wednesday later the night. That was Wednesday during the day. Yeah. Wednesday that night, Universal comes in. And Universal brought everything under everything including the kitchen sink into theirs. They yeah. had rom coms. They had family stuff. But the things I want to hit on here, uh, were three of the horror ones, and obviously Jurassic World will end with. Yeah. But the new Jordan Peele movie, nope. Mm, yeah, they brought they brought more footage of that, and that thing looks so inc- like Jordan Peele has done an amazing job with just having these interesting visions of what horror can be. Yeah, and he brought more footage and more story. And what Universal did with their presentations was they brought employees from different movie theaters across the country to interview the stars or directors that were there to present the clips. Okay. So for Jordan Peele, they brought the a gentleman who had the first African-American-owned movie theater in Baltimore. Oh, wow. He came on and interviewed Jordan Peele about Nope. 
And I am very excited because this particular movie, his vision of things is just so interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. That. Yeah. He he's such a cool dude. Yeah. I mean yeah. like him doing that, but also like his you know, his writing I mean, you know, get out was like Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, unbelievable. And <laughs> then next they brought Halloween Ends. Okay. Which Jamie Lee Curtis comes out and she she brings now they didn't get a, a huge amount of footage. She came out with a couple of guys from the Alamo Draft House in San Antonio. But they did bring some footage of her as Elder Laurie Strode. It was kind of flashbacks. They kind of told the story. Yeah. And then they, they showed a sizzle reel of Elder Laurie Strode fighting Mike Myers in a kitchen. Okay. And Jamie Lee Curtis said, this is the absolute final time Laurie Strode will face off with Mike Myers. This is the end of the Laurie Strode-Mike Myers saga. Halloween ends. They're not. It's not just a clever title. This is the last time she's appearing. This is the last time that's going to happen. I appreciate the sentiment. I will believe it when I see it. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis is Laurie Strode. We have multiverses everywhere now, so there could be a multiverse. No, I, I mean, I mean, as Jamie Lee Curtis, I will believe it when I see it. Okay, I'm all cynical. Right. I'm sorry, but uh, like that's all right. Then there was one that really struck my interest, um, David Arbor, who we know as yeah. Hopper from Stranger Things, mm-hmm. right? He's also. Hellboy and the ill-begotten Hellboy trying to reboot. I went to see that in the theater. I'm a Hellboy fan. He wasn't terrible. The movie was not great. I uh, yeah. But uh, (laughs) you'll leave that one alone. Yeah. Um, But he's going to be in a a movie. So they have him up there. He's going to be in a movie called Violent Night. Mm, Yeah. And what people are saying is it's like Die Hard, but Santa is the hero, not John McClane. The whole setup is... A family gets taken hostage by terrorists on Christmas Eve, and Santa and his elves have to whoop some ass to save this family. Yeah, all right. That, you got That's... me hooked. No, I want to see. I want to see that immediately. Like, could just take my money right now, Sony, and uh, excuse me, Universal. And then finally, they showed a bunch of footage from Jurassic World Dominion. New trailer just dropped this week. Right, and we finally see the integration of. For a certain generation like myself, our childhood with the new generation stars right. integrated. Laura Dern is back. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldblum is back. Goldblum is back. Sam, whatever his name is. Sam, um, I can't remember. Watterson, I don't know. Nah, I Sam Watterson. Yeah, the old from, guy. Uh, yeah, exactly. But whatever. Yeah. That dude's back from the original. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris Pratt. And you have you have dinosaurs that are just living among us now. Yeah. Like it just... It, it is what it is. So that comes out June 9th. So we'll have more about that in the weeks to come. So that yeah. was Wednesday. Are you still with us? That was that was just Wednesday. That was just Wednesday. Disney and Universal. So then Sony come or Paramount comes in on Thursday. And Paramount's like, all right, here is a sizzle wheel of the new Transformers, Beast Wars. Here's some Ooh. stuff about Dungeons and Dragons movie. Ooh, Beast War. I love that Beast Wars show, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Here's Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, by the way, the next quiet place is a prequel, Quiet Place Day One. So you find out why we're in the situation we're in the situation Mm, on Quiet Place 1 and 2. They also say, here's Mission Impossible. Here's a bunch of of, of stuff from Mission Impossible. And apparently, according to uh, reports, according to what I hear from Eric Davis, that announcement's made by Tom Cruise, a video of Tom Cruise standing on the wing of a biplane airplane, right? One of those old airplanes. He's standing on the wing saying, hey, I'm Tom Cruise. Here is Mission Impossible. The plane starts to, to turn. He's still standing on the freaking wing of the plane, right? 
Uh, and the next Mission Impossible is going to be cut into two movies. Okay. Uh, and then finally they go, and now, ladies and gentlemen, here is the filming, the first time ever, Top Gun Maverick. Enjoy. So they show the entire Top Gun Maverick film, which comes out Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. According to reports, every no one gets out of their seat when the trailer hits. Or, uh, excuse me, when, the, when yeah. the credits hit. Yeah. Okay? Credits play all the way through. Light, lights go up, and a chant of play it again starts. That's how much people loved this new Top Gun movie. Uh, you don't have to watch the original to enjoy it, from what I understand. Good. But for those who have watched the original, there's a nostalgia factor. There's an emotion there to it. Um, Eric Davis couldn't stop talking about how great it is. Just go trial him on Twitter. Yeah. Once again, Eric with a K, Eric yeah. Davis. And he just has been gushing about this film. And so that is how you end the afternoon of Thursday. The afternoon of Thursday. <laughs> Eric Davis then leaves. He had to go back to New York. Yeah. Lionsgate comes out. Lionsgate gives you that there's going to be a Hunger Games prequel yeah. that's coming out. Mm-hmm. The Expendables is going to have another one. Four. Expendables four. The fourth Expendable. And this is the last one for Sylvester Stallone. He's passing the franchise on to Jason Statham. And finally, you get... The John Wick 4 trailer. John Wick 4. And apparently that was just as nuts as you would think. Of course. It has to be. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There is your four days of CinemaCon. And that's those are just the highlights. Yeah, no, there's so I, much other stuff. Yeah, in there. there was other things. Those are just the things I jotted down as notes for CinemaCon. <laughs> so a lot to be excited about when it comes to movies. Yeah. Uh, coming out. And we didn't even scratch the surface of other things uh, going on in entertainment. Yeah. I, we can fill that in right now. Um, I, I, I know I, for I, you there's a big thing happening as far as if you're a fan of, of a stream, a certain streaming show. Yeah, well, there's two things I co- sort of want to talk about. Okay. Um, I want to start off with this because it's also movie news, and I just joked about it in the weekly headlines, which you can watch um, uh, on Saturdays at 6 on Facebook. But, um, yeah, the the two decades in the making, Wicked, the movie. Oh yeah, based on yeah. the musical mm-hmm. Wicked, which is a itself a prequel ish to the Wizard of Oz. Yes, right. Um, so they announced that they're gonna make two movies of Wicked. It's Wicked is a musical that is right. two and a half hours long. Only two and a half. That the Batman was three hours. Yeah. Why are they? Why do they feel necessary to break this up into two? That is a good question. I don't know. What they're saying is there was so much. They were like, well, we were thinking of cutting characters. We were try- thinking of trying to like cut songs to fit it. And he's like, we, the way we want to tell the story, uh, we'll need two movies for this. Uh, act two is only an hour long, so I don't know what they're going to do for the second movie. Um, <laughs> so, wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's baffling to me why they would – well, it's not actually baffling. Here's my theory. Uh, think of the last couple of um, – Big hyped movie musicals, Cats, yeah, bombed and not, was not critically panned. Yeah, uh, Dear Evan Hansen, bombed, critically panned. West Side Story, West Side Story was amazing. Uh, people were saying it was better than the original. Lots of praise, not lots a of hype. The, not a not a lot of run though. In the... uh, didn't make back its money at the box office. No, yeah, did my, better. That's but the word I was looking for. Yeah, so I mean, it's getting it's getting critical acclaim, but it just wasn't there. And is that a byproduct of? Wicked's a little different, right? Because Wicked's Wicked, a more modern. Everyone musical. know, like everyone knows. Not the not the Dear Evan Hansen wasn't. 
De- well, well, here's the thing. Dear Evan Hansen was really popular on Broadway, but there was just so many things that a lot. Of, another thing with the Dear Evan Hansen movie is they ch- they reordered a lot of the songs. They cut some things. Uh, ben Platt was doing stage acting on camera, which it's not the '50s anymore. You can't do that, right? And, you yeah. know, so there was a whole bunch of things with it. But and, but it wasn't even to that even to that. It wasn't. Point, an, so it wasn't, wasn't as an, culturally ingrained to us. No, as, as Wicked, Wicked is right. Like I'm not a big musical theater guy. Wicked. I mean, but I know Wicked. I know, you know everything Wicked. about Wicked. Everybody it, knows everything about Wicked. Yeah, I mean, Wicked was such. I mean, people. I I think people that are. And I mean, I'd say younger. I'm 27. But when I was like when that musical first came out. I don't think people who are a little younger than me may even understand the phenomenon that oh, that God, musical it was. was. Yeah. I heard that cast album like every day for a year <laughs> because my mom and my sister loved it so much. I only saw it for the first time two years ago on stage. Oh, okay. And it is incredible to like. That's why I hear it, yeah. it, it. I mean, the special effects, the singing, the orchestra, everything's amazing. So it is ripe to be turned into a movie with the like cinematic special effects they can do. And they're already fumbling it by saying we're going to make it two movies. Well, at least James Corden isn't in well, for it. Listen. There they, is some James Corden news, though. They haven't put out. There is, and we can talk about that quickly, but uh, they haven't put out the full cast list yet, oh, maybe so he is we don't now. know. Maybe he'll be the wizard. Who knows? Yeah, uh, <laughs> because he is no longer going to be doing his talk show as of next year. Yeah. So I, I've, I've never really have a beef with him. I think he's a very nice guy. Me, I think me he, neither. His, his carpool karaoke. I think he just gets kind of like Guy Fieri, uh, just undo heat for no reason. Yeah, I, people are coming around on Guy Fieri, though. Yeah. I yeah. would see him more as like a British version of Amy Schumer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, very true. Very true. So I just so, want to put that James Corden news in there. So that's yeah. that's the wicked news. But the streaming news. The streaming news. Uh, today, as we're filming this, is the day Ozark, the final part of the final season, comes out on Netflix. So what you're saying so is so pumped. As you say, a lot of people are not going to be doing much this weekend. No, no, they're going to be uh, they're going to be hanging out um, hanging out in Missouri, <laughs> you know, with uh, with with the Bird family and. Um, other various characters who I haven't watched it yet, so I truly don't know who's going to die, who's going to live. This is one of those shows where it's not a spoiler to say there's a lot of people, and a lot of people who are sometimes main characters that just bite yeah, it, just bite it in the like most unexpected ways. Wow. Uh, season se- uh, season four, episode seven ends on a huge cliffhanger and a really shocking death that I won't of course say because it's four seasons into it so um and, and there's a really you know just heartbreaking scene with one of the characters uh Ruth okay. um who's uh, played by Julia Gardner so um we'll see how that goes and I'll report back to you because I definitely plan on watching all if not most of it this weekend because I'm really excited if if I have the time to of course because there's <laughs> right, yeah. all sorts of stuff going on but I'm super excited I've seen people on Facebook are already like I'm I'm watching all of it right now <laughs> and you know people are like you know I, I'm not one of those people who's like take off work to watch it but like uh, we may have streaming you know. recap show next week because also uh, wrapping up next week will be Marvel's Moon Knight on Disney yeah. Plus and this latest episode answered some questions for you that you mm-hmm. had because the way episode four ended uh, a couple of weeks ago you were like WTF yeah uh, in a big big way and you were still kind of WTF to start this past episode but you got to figure it out the weird part is though there's still so many things that need to be kind of put to bed with Moon Knight yeah and the fact that the runtime and the last episode is the sh- one of the shortest of the season 
So I, it, it may be a wham-bam, thank you, ma'am, here in Moon Knight fan. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But, uh, and that, we'll have a wrap-up on that next wrap week. Wrap-up of that and a wrap-up on Better Call Saul because I finally finished season five. Oh, there five, you go. Nice. And I want to try to get a hold of the episodes in season six as they're being released because uh, uh, God, that show is so good. And I yeah. need to rewatch Breaking Bad again now or like finish it because I never finished Breaking Bad. I know what happens in it, but I never I, finished it. I never started it. So it's it's, it's, it's to, good yeah, too. Yeah, that's what everyone says. But it became one of those things where everyone said it was so good. I was just kind of like, ah, I can't be that great. Oh, I was like that with Walking Dead, which I guess I was. We are proven true. <laughs> uh, Walking Dead, I stay with a long time, and uh, this is the last season, and I just I flittered away, and it, it's on the Walking Dead front. They were supposed to have that Carol and Daryl spinoff. Now it's just going to be a Daryl spinoff because Melissa McBride, who plays Carol, backed out at the last moment. She could because they were going to shoot over in Europe. Yeah. And she's like, I, for some reason, didn't give the reasons why, per se, personal, obviously, but she just couldn't move all and live over there while they were shooting. So mm. now it's just going to be the Daryl spinoff. No Carol and Daryl. They're also going to have a spinoff with Negan and, oh, uh, Maggie. They have their yeah. own spinoff, and they just announced a new cast member there. So I'm a fan. I, I still love the zombie stuff. I eventually will watch the last season, I'm sure, in its, in its entirety. I just have not kept up with it right now. Yeah. Just have not. I stay with it longer than most, but I just <laughs> oh, they couldn't yeah. bring me home. They just couldn't bring me home. So that, that brings this episode home, right? Pretty much. We covered quite a bit. We covered a lot, yeah. So uh, always a fun time, and yes. I'll remember – uh, to follow Eric Davis, that's Eric with a K, uh, Davis, on Twitter. Listen every Saturday at 8 a.m. for Let's Talk Arts Entertainment. You can hear every week we talk with uh, Eric, and you get Gus Gordon for of the course. local aspects of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, and then this is kind of like uh, the uh, addendum, addendum to, to, to Let's everything. Talk Arts Entertainment. Just, so, always a fun time, Kevin. Yes, always a fun time. Uh, and we will have um, plenty to talk about next week, I'm sure. Oh, so. yes. There's always that. We're in the midst now of. The summer blockbuster with yes. Doctor Strange and everything else coming. We'll have Stranger Things, the new Obi-Wan shows coming down the pike. Yeah. So a lot will keep us uh, busy here in this particular podcast. Yeah. So uh, so uh, we will uh, do this again next week. Mike, thank you so much. As thank always. You, Jeff. Thank you for listening.